Good morning. It's morning here in Vancouver, BC. Welcome to another trigger-proof transmission. If you're watching on replay, let me know. It's good to have you back. Um, there's a lot of new people in this group, so I wanted to introduce myself and tell you why you're here. If somebody kind of invited you or you found out about this this uh, group, I'm really glad you're here. Um, I just had uh, a really moving experience that I'd like to share with you, something that just completely shifted my perspective and everything completely changed. Hey, Amanda, uh, what's up? Hey, Stephanie, check it out. I just literally about like minutes ago, um, can you hear me? Can you hear me right now? Let me just make sure you can hear me. Can you hear? Is it, a, is it possible to hear me or no? I just want to make sure you can hear me. I need a thumbs up or whatever just to let me know if you can hear me so that I can continue because I've been having some issues here. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, great. Samantha, great, great, great because I wanted to answer your question as well. But I really wanted to uh, get you just present right now as you're sitting with me. <clears throat> first and foremost, if you're going to learn anything today, it's not going to land when your nervous system is dysregulated. And if you understand and master and make this a priority, the learning of this, all the other considerations that you have going on out there with the uncertainty actually take care of themselves. This is the, the big, but the biggest fear is that when your nervous system is dysregulated and your nervous system's fucked, you can't see outside the here and now. Your vision becomes survival now. So when I say, well, what about investing in something there? Well, no, 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 I can't. What about starting that? Or what about planning so-and-so? No, I can't plan. There's no way I can plan or invest in a plan. I'm just in the here and now. And that's your ego trying to protect you and keep you safe um, because your nervous system is dysregulated and it creates this separation. This is actually what's happening in your body. The thing is, most people are unconscious of that. And until we learn how to regulate that, our grand vision starts to fade. And the thing that's going to get you through is a firm fixedness to your vision. That's why I asked the question in the post earlier, where would you like to be? Because I know, Stephanie, based on what you've been sharing with me, um, <clears throat> Stephanie, based on what you've been sharing with me, you've been messaging me asking for help. A lot of people have been. And so to help these people really, because people are just looking for like a, a people are, are literally, what's happening is you're feeling like you're swimming and you're feeling like you're drowning and you're asking for a life raft. Okay, that's basically what it is. And so whenever these types of things happen and I'm bombarded with all these questions, I have to start to learn how to protect my energy. So I have to start to go, okay, are these people drowning and looking for a life raft? Okay, cool. Come watch my content twice a day. It's free. It's going to be free. And when you pay attention to where I'm trying to guide your attention, which is back into your heart, healing your past, becoming aware of the different stages of your nervous system, learning how to self-assess in that moment, learning how to regulate in that moment, that's free. Free content. And this is my gift because people, uh, this is what my work is. People uh, hire me. 
uh, and join my program so that they can actually learn how to regulate that. There's the next phase is I have to determine when you're dysregulated and you're asking me for help, are you just kind of like, like waddling? Are you just kind of like waddling through sw like swimming? Like are you swimming and just feeling exhausted? Or are you doing really shitty laps and you're really looking to heal and health to get healthy? And so what I do, if you're, if you're drowning and you just can't like come and do these, come and do these, trigger-proof episodes, and I'm going to take you through in just a few minutes a little grounding exercise to get you back into your heart. Come and do that, and that's great. The people that I love that, that are ready to learn how to learn how to swim are the ones that are not drowning anymore and are like, okay, I'm out of the crisis. You know, I'm not drowning anymore, but it's about time that I learned how to swim because it's not going anywhere. I'm still going to, whenever I get dysregulated, whenever that thing that I'm waiting for, like a job comes back or whatever that comes back, whenever that ends up coming back, now I can go back to my old life. Ah, 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 ah. That's the, that's the trick of the ego. When you go back and then you deal with it, when it's more comfortable, then I'll deal with it. When things are more certain, then I'll deal with it. No, you won't, because your ego is going to basically say, ah, I'm comfortable now. Thank God I don't have to do that anymore. Ah. And you're not learning actually how to swim. And the swimming is, is a metaphor, really, but it's actually really true. Because at moments like this, if you don't know how to heal that past trauma and how to take the emotional charge out of a triggered situation and master why it's coming, if you don't learn that, you will drown. You'll drown either now or you're going to drown down the road when your nervous system and your body becomes exhausted and then you develop a chronic illness. So what's happening is you're being pushed into a wall and your fears are stopping you from seeing anything except now, the here and now survival because I need a life raft. First of all, it's not likely. I was realize it might not be as bad as you think. And for some of you are dealing with rent issues. Some of you are dealing with, I know too, like I get it. This is my place. It's an Airbnb and there's no, you know, it used to, my rental income was covered because of the mortgage. It's not right now. And well, it worked out. I'm in quarantine here. So I'm feeling it too. There's clients like literally every single person in their own way is dealing with it, like in a really shitty way in some form. Yesterday, my beautiful partner who, um, who I just saw today on FaceTime for the very first time, she was in her ultrasound appointment. And I had FaceTime just before this. And I started crying because I literally heard my baby's heartbeat. And you parents out there, you really understand what I'm talking about. I'm getting a little emotional here. But I actually, for the first time, I was like, I listened to that heartbeat. And then it was just like, <gasps> Then that shit just became real for me. It was like, oh my God. It just became real to me. And it's like, oh. And immediately, 
when my heart opened, immediately I started projecting a future. I started asking, where do I want to go? I started seeing a vision for this child. I started seeing a vision for my family. I started seeing a vision for a community that I'm creating of a global community of people dedicated to self-healing because I did took the time instead of just when I was in the dark and I was like just wanting to see here, I invested in my own healing when I couldn't see any certainty. <clears throat> I invested in it. It was painful and I was scared and I did it. And because I invested with the, with the future vision of myself in mind. I projected a future and I went all in. It's going to take an investment of your energy. It's going to take an investment of your time. It's going to take an investment of your resources. It's going to take an investment. All of those, now the most important things have shown up. And if you're in like survival need crisis and you can't like literally eat, I know that's, that's crazy. Then you know, I am hope that handouts and there's churches and whatever or something available for you, like, you know, like, let me know. <laughs> if I can do something, let me know. If you're there, send me a message. Let me know where you don't have something to eat. Okay. Or you're literally in a tent on the street. Let me know. And I can figure, I, I know people, I can figure something out for you. Please let me know. But if you're not there and you're just scared because you're not certain, then I urge you to do this one thing. Number one, calm your nervous system down, which is what we're going to do. And then after we're going to do this, I'm going to show you how powerful this is. After we do this, I'm going to give you the most important questions to ask yourself so that you can make this a regular part of your day. Make this part of your practice. This is part of the nervous system reconditioning. This is part of it. It has to be deconditioned. It has to be dedicated to. You have to start learning how to swim. You got to basically, like, you have to learn how to swim. Like, but I'll wait to see if things get better before I learn to swim. No, they're actually every day, it was like it's worse news with the shutdown than it was yesterday. And then as it gets worse, your nervous system is actually not going to get any healthier. It's like, let's wait till this whole nightmare is gone. Well, we don't, we don't really know. Do I have the tools to help me stay centered in the uncertainty, to be able to transform my emotional charges? Do I have that, do I have that ability? That's all that matters. Because if I learn that now, and master it and practice it now, guess who wins? My baby, my pregnant partner, and the community that they're in. And my vision is children who are so resilient because they've healed their traumas, they've healed those past negative experiences, and they've made that a priority, that they encounter difficulty and struggle like this, and they don't fucking lose themselves. They don't go, insane. They don't hoard toilet paper because of doomsday and stop, stop, you know, like, like planning and being, you know, and being like forward thinking and looking for opportunities to serve. 
that's that that's the that's the future that I see if people when people take this on and make it a priority and regulate themselves does that make sense let me know if what I'm saying is makes making sense if you've just jumped on thank you for being here um, I'm talking about the most important consideration right and that important consideration is this these two questions I'm about to take you into a meditation I'm gonna expose these two questions for you okay question and this is super important for you if you're going to be in this community climbing while everybody's just falling off the thing you got to be climbing don't like sitting around waiting versus climbing is two different things when you choose to climb it might be scary you might be painful you might experience pain and fear yeah but if you're sitting here and there's no certainty what the world looks like after that you want to emerge there going oh i'm stronger I'm stronger because I took a chance on myself. I went over my old stories of fear about actually doing the work that's necessary for me to be able to be in my body and being able to be a contribution for other people. Because if I'm a contribution for other people and I'm giving during uncertain times, I'm pretty sure the universe is gonna look after me because I'm not doing it for my own sake only. You know, I'm doing it for a cause. I'm doing it for something bigger than myself, something that's serving myself. I, I lucked out. I just got word that I'm preg we're pregnant. That just gave me a big kick in the ass. I was like, oh, fuck. And when I discovered that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, first of all, I was really happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not <laughs> saying I wasn't happy. It was, it was just, fuck, like, Oh, my little, my, my Peter Pan syndrome. It's like, oh, you mean I have to grow up? Mm. You know what I mean? That's initially the thought that came up and it was like, fuck. <sighs> okay, here we go. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. Like, fuck, I'm scared. Yes, it is. It is scary. But who do you want to be on the other side of this? Who do you want to be? You want to still be scared and just, oh, um, now you have even more trauma. The, mo the PTSD that's going to come of this is going to be off the chain, off the charts. If we don't actually learn how the nervous system works, how to hack it, not hack it in a lazy way, but like, a dedication type of way so that we can heal our past wounds because it didn't start with us we're healing our grandparents and our parents and all of them that had you all of their traumas that ended up having you grow up in an environment where you were fearful for your life where you didn't feel safe where you didn't feel seen where you felt abused or whatever you know like that you stop that dead in its tracks and all of a sudden now you look around to a world that needs you badly because all of their problems comes from the same lack of connection that's all that matters in case you haven't noticed that the only things that matter are is connection everything else is falling falling away and the news it might get worse before it gets better i have no idea 
Here's the thing. I have no idea either. I had to pivot. I had a wedding. I had, I was like, oh, I just, you know, enrolled in a business program that helps me create more magical events and then invested in it, went all in. And all of a sudden, can't do my events. Fuck, what do I do? Well, what did they do? They pivoted and they're teaching us how to adapt our events and create them virtual. How to make what I, the magic that we experience over a three day weekend to create a five, that, that people pay thousands for, how to create a five hour retreat where people leave with the same transformation. How can I do that? Well, I'm, I'm doing it this weekend. I'm excited and I'm nervous and I'm uncertain. All of these things that had me pivot and go, but I'm investing, but I don't know what the future holds. But uh, And then guess what though? All of the, the most important thing that got me past that, and this is what I'm passing on to you. It's the question, where do I want to be in the next three to six months? What do I want to be doing? What impact do I want to be having? I want you to write that down for me. I know, Samantha, you shared. You and I have been going a little bit back and forth, and I've been listening to your feedback and self-soothing while I'm listening to, to, to the challenges you're going through and hearing what you're dealing with and knowing exactly what, what you got to do and start, start learning to swim. You have to learn to swim now because if you don't learn to swim now, another time doesn't, doesn't exist. I'm not saying it might not exist. This isn't do or die. I'm not saying this at all. I'm just saying the fears are stopping us from actually seeing reality. Reality that you will make it through this. You won't starve. You won't, you won't like, you will come through the other side. The question is, where are you going to, what are you going to feel through that? Are you going to walk around even more scared afterwards, which is what will happen? For most of us, we now have another layer. One of the clients who uh, we work with lives in New York City, and all of a sudden she sees the military coming out, and guess what that reminds her of? Unresolved stuff with 9-11. So now that's now coming up as an opportunity for us to start working through and melting those frozen protective mechanisms that have been in your heart. That's what I'm asking you right now. As I first ask you, first question, where do you want to be three to six months from now? What's your vision? When I saw my baby and listened to her heartbeat or his heartbeat, I don't know, and I look at her and we just both got tears in our eyes going, holy crap. First of all, I wanted to give mad props to the midwives. They don't have proper support and protective equipment because there's a shortage of masks and everything, and they're on the front lines. And I mad love to what mid midwives do. Just my heart opened, and I was looked, and I was like, you get to experience this moment because I think I'm always like, I'm like talking. I'm like, do you get to experience this moment with, with so many people? She's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, that's magic. Like to be able to... And, I, and it's not always a picnic. I know it's stressful and they're stressful. It's stressful dealing with people and their fears when couples are pregnant or it comes up and concerns. But you get to experience magic. 
just really cool because I had a literal magical moment and then I was like, God, I wish I took a photo. Mm. I was so mad that I didn't take a photo. But I was like, this is a magical moment. And in that moment, my heart opened and then boom, immediately I had a vision. Now, it could be that that vision doesn't come exactly like the way that I would predict. And does it ever really go exactly the way that you predict? Not really. In fact, God looks at you and goes, nice one. You made a plan? Ha, ha, ha. Okay, we'll see about that, right? It does happen, though, and it comes up in weird ways. But at least there's a vision that I can now aim for, which gives me some sort of responsibility, some sort of meaning, something that when the shit gets hard, I have to sit with as an anchor. That is the secret to life because a life that's a life of ease, it doesn't exist. I have tremendous amount of challenge. In fact, life has got just about to get way more stressful for me. Does it get less stressful when you get married and have a kid? No, it becomes more. The difference is I'm so fucking ready. I feel ready. I'm nervous, but it's kind of an excitement because I trust myself and my capacity. And my capacity is completely um, predicated on my nervous system regulation. And my nervous system regulation is completely predicated on my ability to heal my past wounds, those icebergs that are here, because that's what's stopping you from the vision those icebergs that are in the way that are creating this dysregulation in now, like the background frozenness of my freeze moments from the traumas that have accumulated, that I've been walking around with, with like rocks in my backpack. That's really what's stopping me. And so I'm like, okay, how can I help? So, so the question you're going to ask basically uh, that I've been, you know, cause it's, why is I hire mentors? I have coaches. I'm fully invested. I've even gone further, investing further in coaches because how do I like I'm living congruently. I'm doing my best to live as congruently as what I'm sharing as possible. And it's important for me to have an outside feedback that I trust that's going to push me to keep going up that mountain like a guide because it's a mountain climbing this mountain. So how do I change that model where people are paying like a thousand bucks for a weekend or flying and couple grand. How do I do that? Well, you make it accessible for, for everybody. You find out exactly what they need. Okay. And you give it to them in a way that they need right now. This is how you, by the way, I'm giving you the secret of how you transform your current surroundings and not be like a victim to a virus and a victim as a government worker and let me see what my no <laughs> you're you're going back to a, a an inauthentic life which is probably why you have anxiety in the first place no offense that's anxiety is a distraction for an inauthenticity and that's cognitively and long-standing trauma that you haven't yet learned how to clear and learn the tools of emotional regulation. It's a, it's a work in progress. It's something consistently. So we had this vision to have a five hour event. 
to have people actually work through that. And it was like, okay, cool, let's do it. So here was the, here was the, sorry, I was just trying to figure out what I was, uh, what I was trying to share with you. You basically, you, you shouldn't actually, here, here's the, here's the teaching about that. Instead of focusing on what, what, how you used to do it, this was the key. This was the revelation. I'm trying to figure it out. Instead of me trying to focus on how I used to do things, which I'm like, oh, when can we, when can, when can the uh, airplane start opening up in event places and no more quarantines so that I can go back to the old way that I was doing things? I caught myself doing that a lot of times. Have you caught yourself doing that? Where have you caught yourself doing, I wish things would go back so that I can go back to doing things the old way? And what happened was I had a big aha revelation as I'm continuing to regulate myself, clinging to my old life that is no longer. I can now look and say, instead of focusing on how I used to do things, why don't I just show up and help you with exactly what you need right now? Ah, and when I asked that question, all of a sudden, all of a sudden my world shifted and it was like, okay, so here's what I'm going to ask you then. Number one, I'm going to ask you this. You're, you're about to climb a mountain and you're at base camp. You have a team of guides around you. I'm your guide right now through this. If you're on this, I'm happy to be your guide if you'll come along with me. Some of you are maybe just kind of like watching and, okay, we're going up this mountain. Where would you like to be in three to six months? That's the question you want to ask. Where do you want to be in three to six months with this? Look at your family. Look at your relationships. I know we're worrying about work and everything. Fair enough. That's a good, that's a good practice. I'm going to give you a moment to write down where would I like to be. Take a moment and just think about it. If you can't see that vision, People are, I've got messages, Nima, what if I can't see? I can't see two weeks in advance because I've heard that before. That's a good telltale sign that you're in dorsal vagal shutdown and this part of the brain isn't working. It means your neocortex thinking part is offline. You're offline. You're just in the, this is the brain right here, the hand model of the brain, Dan Siegel. This is your neocortex thinking, creative vision, visionary part. You're like, but I don't have a vision. I don't know. I'm like, exactly. Okay. You're in dorsal vagal shutdown, so we must learn how to, how to unpack that. You must learn the tools of freezing, uh, of melting the ice. There's, an ice. there's ice around your brain that's not working. And doing this, the, doing, clearing the past trauma, doing the overview method, doing the overview experience, coming to the event is like a, is like a freezing, a freezing of the brain just relaxing. And there's a lot of self-work. Don't, don't assume that I do it for you. No, no, no. I'm not your hero. No, no, no. I'm your guide. You're the hero of this journey. You've just had a call to adventure. And now when you have a call to move up here, your ego is like refusing the call. Going to have a baby. Oh, oh, it's like my old life is over, but I'm so happy that I love this woman. And oh my God, yes, fuck. And mourning for the past life. There's two. When you're walking down the aisle and you're crying, 
because of this new, you know, marriage. Part of the tears are for the death of your old life. You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience. And a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. There's always a duality, okay? And so it's supposed to be there. I want you to feel the duality of it. Can you see how it's terrifying? Yes. And can you see how it's also exciting? Take a moment and as you take a breath, going into your heart, connect with the part of you that feels both sides and just say, I feel scared and it's okay. It's okay to feel scared. It's okay that I doubt myself. I always have. Samantha, when you first went into nursing, did you not doubt yourself? Were you not scared? Were you, did you think you could even make it? You know what I mean? Can you see that? Hi, Diana. I was just talking about you. For those of you who just jumped on, I just witnessed my future son or daughter's heart, heartbeat on FaceTime and listened to it, and it just blew my fucking mind. I was like, okay, that's something I've never felt before. That was an interesting little thing in my 44 years. Parents, if you're here, you totally understand. The gift of that moment was it gave me a projection of the future, which is exactly what I'm asking you to do right now because that's probably one of the greatest things that you can do for your nervous system. And you must do it a hundred times a day during these times. I'm asking you to do it a hundred times a day because here's the thing. If I can get clear on exactly what that is, that's why Samantha, if you're there, if you're still around, I asked you because she was messaging me. Uh, she was messaging in the chats and everything. I said, so, okay, I see that, that beautiful vision. It's so great. Everyone's got one, right? The question then, your next question after you have that clear vision, the next question you're going to ask is, what do I need right now? Now, not five years from now, like now, this week. What help do I need right now? What do I need right now to help make that more of a possibility? What is that right now? I don't know you, but I pretty much, after studying health and human behavior for the last 20 years, I pretty much know what that is. What you want is to feel safe in your body again. <sighs> Take a moment and just connect with that. I want to feel safe in my body again. Because what people don't understand is all these 
stuff going around and the, the arguments that are happening, what's really happening is people are begging for someone out there to help them feel safer in their bodies again. Do you get what I'm saying? That's really what we want. We want to feel safe in our body at work. We want to feel safe in our bodies while in relationship with, with our part with somebody that we care about that also we create an environment where they feel equally as safe in their bodies as we do in ours because they feel seen and heard just the same way that we want to. Wow, that's really what you want, isn't it? Here's the other thing that you want because I don't know you, but I'm just, just interviewing thousands of patients and studying health and human behavior. The other thing that from what I've heard that you want is you don't want to be so triggered. You don't want to be so needy. You don't want to be so like abandoning yourself, which is kind of um, uh, woo speak <laughs> or coach speak for um, constantly uh, needy of attention, of approval, of uh, no boundaries. You want to be able to regulate yourself. You want to be able to handle it when you get triggered with those things. When you feel guilt because you can't say no to your mom and oh, and then that causes you inauthenticity. In other words, you want to have intimacy and authenticity in your relationships. You want them healed. You want to be emotionally regulated and you really want to live with like purpose now. I had this one lady just message saying, oh, it's just, I, I haven't been doing what I've always wanted to do. I'm like, I know it. All of that's becoming very clear right now, isn't it? Great. So the next question after you've asked what you want, which includes those things because I've studied human behavior, so I know what you want. If you say, oh, I want a, uh, you know, a Lamborghini, well, that's so that you can feel good about yourself. The last part is the ability to look in the mirror and say, I love you, regardless because I thought, oh, it'll be when I get a Beamer, I'll be able to do that. Five Beamers later, I was still like, okay, why can't I do that? I, in fact, I feel worse. If I, it feels like I need more because it's never enough if you're wanting it, the approval and being seen and understood by your partner, something outside of you. It's never enough. <sighs> so we're faced with the responsibility of giving it to ourselves because the next question you want to ask is what's stopping me what's stopping me Samantha thank you for hearing me because I, I, I read those texts and I and I just like I read read it again and all you'll hear is your own fears and ego because the next question you're gonna ask is now that I know I have uh, that reg and now that I know that that's what I want whatever it is, work and stuff, and to have those human traits, intimacy, uh, purpose and meaning, uh, ability to kind of like regulate myself. I call it tri becoming trigger proof because that, that's just a fun, funny, funny name that is good for somebody who gets triggered a lot. Um, and I want healed relationships and feel purposeful. Okay, those things, great. What do you need right now? What skills? are you going to need to build? What skills, this is the question for answering. This is in times of crisis, this is the time for skill building. 
the ones that do amazing are the ones not that just retreat and wait for the wind to blow. They're the ones that are you know, everything to blow over and then they can, no, no, no. They're the ones that actually invested in some sort of a new program and new it new skills. I was like, shit, I'm going to learn how to write better. I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to write good. <laughs> Maybe I should learn how to speak a little better too. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to improve my writing. I'm going to learn how to improve my speaking. I'm going to learn how to improve my storytelling. You see what I'm talking about? It's like, okay, I'm in crisis, just like everybody else in my own way, and I have these considerations which make me want to feel fear, and I have so much responsibility, and all of these people freaking out at the same time. Like my phone is fucking blowing up with people with anxiety saying, do you have any advice for me? Like it's, it's mayhem right now, and if I don't learn how to actually center and go, look, are you drowning? Because if you are, I can call whatever and get you shelter and some food. Like I know people. Is that? Because I can't help there. That's not me, but I can help somebody else. Are you the type that now is like exhausted? Okay. I get it. If you're exhausted, you're in this, you're in this group. That's why what I have for you is free content twice a day that brings you back to the question that's at hand that has you leaving going okay I know where my aim is okay I know what's important because if I can keep doing that because because tomorrow when you wake up you're in alarm you're gonna go back into unconsciousness because if you haven't been really practicing the tools and you haven't learned it you're just gonna jump back into unconsciousness so I'm here twice a day to help you okay to get past exhaustion I'm looking for the people that are really ready to learn how to swim and are inspired because here's why. Me learning how to speak and storytell better, which is what I'm learning, courses I'm taking, books I'm reading, people I've hired, and learning how to become a better writer is a skill that if I project into the future of what my vision is, because now I've created a vision. You've created a vision for yourself, right? So here's what you're going to do. You've written that vision. You've gone clear. You've seen it. I want you to get into the feeling of what that vision would be. Okay, what would it feel like? I want you to write that down. Samantha, what would it feel like? Kim, what would that feel like in order to have that vision? I want you to write it down and engage with me because the engagement activates your prefrontal cortex. Promise. Engage, like get engaged. It makes you present rather than just kind of like numb yourself watching Netflix. I want this to be an awakening thing. So it's like get into the moment with me. Tell me what, what that would feel like. Okay? Once you get there, you're then going to ask, okay, What's Nima, what skill are you going to need in order to have that life where you get to be a global lecturer, where you get to travel the world and you get to teach people how to transform themselves and to heal and the real way to heal and heal their relationships and create safety with their children and they don't lose it on their kids and their kids end up feeling safe and how to break the cycle of intergenerational trauma. I can do that all over the world if I just learn this skill. And so I looked and I said, 2020, I'm investing in this, learning how to become a better speaker and storyteller. 
Great. Now I'm all in. Now, when the shit hits the fan, I'm like, shit, maybe I should stop that vision. Wrong, Nima. You're going all in with that vision. You're going to create a Facebook group and start storytelling and practicing for free, giving it away, giving, 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 giving with the vision in mind, despite all the fucking circumstance of lockdowns, people complaining about money, and you're going to adapt instead of going back to what the way that you used to be and being so fucking attached to the way things used to be, which was my fucking bomb-ass three-day live training. Like, let me know if you've been there. It is, like, mind-blowing, those of you who've come. But now I can't do those anymore, so I'm doing a more accessible for you. Charge them. Instead of charging them over a grand and having them fly different places and travel and meals and hotel, why don't you just do it for 350 bucks? Over a weekend, make only a small group of 20 plus all of your clients that are already currently registered so they can experience this new like energy level of people that are just talking about possibility, which is both good for every, which is good for all of us. It's like healing together, co-regulating together. And then what happens is you then start to realize I can do this. I can now lead other people. This is the, uh, once I've mastered, mastered myself, now I can really create in my life. That's your most important consideration. Self-mastery. That's the skill. I don't want to give it away. I hope you got there. What skill do you need to learn in order to get to that top of the mountain? That's it. That's the question that I have for you. What's my vision? What would that feel like? What would that feel like? And meditate on that. And this is what your meditation is going to be. You're going to sit and you're just going to feel in your heart all of that fear, putting your hand over your chest, feeling all that fear and saying, I give you total space to be afraid and it's okay that you are and it's totally normal that you are. Drop in and feel that. Put your hand over it and say, it's totally okay that you're afraid. You're going to join yourself there. You're not going to resist yourself. I have fear of panic. No, no, no. You're going to go into the panic. You're not going to, you're not going to, you're going to make friends with it. You're going to say, I see you here. I feel you. And it's okay that you feel this way. Not, it's not okay that I feel this way. No, it is okay that you feel this way. Remove the resistance to it. Breathe into it. <sighs> And as you relax and relax all the muscles of your body, look again to that future vision and drop into your body and see what that feels like. Breathe into that new awareness that's going to call on you to take great, a, a greater version of yourself. Becoming a father and being responsible for a family to a 44-year-old bachelor who is kind of used to doing his own thing is a bit of a stretch for me. <laughs> and I don't feel comfortable initially doing it and I'm so embracing it as part of my growth. Yes, I'm gonna feel into what that would feel like to be able to have an entire family feel so safe because, and loved and seen around me. What would that feel like? And 
the amount of love that I would feel just by looking at them. Like, because I've been able to do that, when I see my partner's face and the look on her face when she sees me, boom, I just fucking melt. I'm like, boo, co-regulation. And that is how you get through a fucking difficult time is by creating that, is by having access to that. That's how you get through a situation where you leave stronger rather than having PTSD over it because of those skills. And if I can do it, go from toxic relationship after another, feeling disconnected, anxious all the time, not able to handle my triggers, fearful of losing money all the time, no matter what I made, I was always afraid of losing, to becoming like more in my heart than I've ever been, uh, more uh, aligned friendships, uh, deeper connections with family than I've ever had. It works all because I made an investment and a future when I was in the, in the dumps towards a future where I was able to help other people with what I'm dealing with. Like, okay, one day I wanna help others with this, one day. So what do I have to do? Well, I can't walk, I can't lead people where I haven't been. Fuck, okay, who do I have to become? What do I have to invest in? What courses do I have to take? What skills must I learn to adapt to the new world? That's the question. And I go back to Eric Hoffer's, um, Eric Hoffer's uh, quote. In times of change, the learners will inherit the earth while the learned will find themselves beautifully equipped for a world that does not exist. In times of change, the learners will inherit the earth while the learned will find themselves beautifully equipped for a world that does not exist. I'm so excited to talk to the learners this weekend, noon to 5 p.m. Pacific time, where you're getting a condensed understanding of how to take those triggers, where they come from, and a specific plan of action step so that you can practice the art of self-mastery so that you mastered this skill of increasing your capacity so that you can then walk towards that path up that mountain and in three to six months have a much more incredible view <laughs> than you do right now. And what we're going to do on Saturday is, because uh, this is what I want you to do if you're joining us, you, you have all, some of you have already sent this email to me. You're going to create that next three months. You're going to get as specific. Laura, I know you're there. You're going to get as specific as you can get. Samantha, it would feel safe and comforting, empowering too. I want you to go there and get specific. Write it down for me what specifics that that vision looks like because we're going to spend the next few months helping you get there. That's it. That's my only thing. Instead of, and, and that's a complete pivot of my previous plans, which was to resume my workshops and all that. I'm not focusing on, stop focusing on the way things used to be. Stop trying to do things the way they used to be and start focusing on helping people with what they need right now. And what we all need right now is an ability to see a future for each other, for ourselves. I've invested in my vision. 
I'm climbing and I have a lot of great, I have a team of people helping me because I sure as shit, I'm humble enough. I might have an ego, but I'm humble enough to know that I can't do it alone. And no, nor should I have to. And it's worth investing because that community is going to thrive in a world where I'm getting organized because people are going to need this the most. I'm adapting my offers to make it more accessible because people pay thousands in my kind of like a high level mastermind and I don't have anything else. I only, because I've been dealing with chiropractic patients for my entire life and I was like, I don't want to deal with people in that level. I just want to de deal with people who are like totally committed. So I have like a higher end offer and now I'm realizing I'm going to start having to tweak it to make it more accessible because more people are going to need it. And then I'm going to have to teach other people how to do what I do because we're dealing with like a, a viral epidemic of trauma that's going to happen. It's not about the virus. I don't, I don't even think that, um, yeah. I don't really want to make this a, a, a political commentary uh, because I don't have control over it and there's many things going on in the background and I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a conspiracy going on. Uh, I'm sure that, that, that there's some foul play and there's dishonesty and financial stuff. And I get it. The thing is I don't have control over it. And the more I focus on that, the less adaptable I am to focusing on what people need right now. Because I don't care what mommy and daddy, I'm not blaming mommy and daddy. Mommy and daddy are fucked. They have their own shit to deal with and they're not here to save me. I'm here to save me. And the way I save me is by taking care of my nervous system and the people that I care about the most and my team so that we can together rise and look around to a whole world that's really badly needing us. So let me know if you have any questions. We have a few spots remaining. Jump in on Saturday and learn how to do it. The ones that are coming, I'm super duper stoked. So those two questions I'm leaving you today. I want to know. Send me a DM what it looks like. Where do you want to be three months from now? And number two, what skills must you learn and invest in in order to get there? That's the secret to how you get better through the pandemic. That's the secret. I'm telling you right now. Look at anybody through any crisis who's transformed. Every, I deal with crisis all the time. Clients come to us in divorce, separation, toxic relationships, like rug pulled out from under them, career change, identity crisis, crisis, crisis. The answer is in this crisis, when you don't really know who you really are, you get grounded and heal the relationship with the part of you that you dis dissociated from because you don't know who you are first, and then you create a future. And you climb towards that. That's the solution. That's how you do it. And invest in learning the skill sets and mindsets to get there. Three to six months. What's your vision? Tell me what's in the way. And let's work on it on Saturday. I really look forward to sharing it with you. See you guys later tonight.